Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In a bar. Whack on the record. Right. Let's see if I can get some ambient sound. Caca. Caca. Oh, seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Waves. Splash. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're in the middle of town. No, we're not. We're out on the beach today. I've come on a little three-in-a-bar road trip to the seaside for today's interview. Oh, something just funny just happened there. I think I'm pressing on a wire. I'm still not quite used to doing this by myself. It's an adventure. <laughs> it is an adventure. Um, the reason I've come to Brighton is because we have a wonderful guest to chat to today down here, but also to hang out and co-present with author, journalist, and also one of my favorite people, Rachel Taylor. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so we sat, I'm just gonna paint a lovely picture for you. We sat on the beach. Um, you can probably hear the, the traditional seaside sounds of a digger, <laughs> can you? No, stop for the time being. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we're on the pebbles. It's lovely. We're set up in a very high-tech manner, aren't we, Rachel? Uh, we are. Um, You've been impressed. <laughs> I've been so impressed. <laughs> Never have I seen a suitcase put to such good use on the beach before. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're going to maybe be sleeping rough here yeah. for a few days. And also, I think your amazing vision of coming down to the beach to have the sounds of <laughs> seagulls car um, <laughs> and the waves and the pebbles and instead we've come down to what is quite a hefty bit of redevelopment of the beachfront and there's diggers builders um, <laughs> and maybe less of those ambient seaside sounds i know because it's a very imagine. still day isn't it it's unbelievably still so there's not even any waves but we i swear we're here like i'm gonna i'm gonna rake some oh yeah pebbles. thank you so, yeah. that's it well you know you're all over this it's like the archers <laughs> So, so Rachel, I've def I'm, the thing is, you are actually a journalist of esteem and I feel like <laughs> I'm really going to show up my amateur behaviour today because you've done loads of presenting yourself, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I have done a little bit. So yeah, I've yeah, watched it. Yeah. It's very good. It's <laughs> very good. Um, tell me, what's your musical slant? <laughs> um, I have absolutely zero musical slant. So to be fair, I'm going to be showing up later. So really, in terms of holding a conversation, I'm probably good. Um, in terms very. of having any musical knowledge, particularly in the classical world, <laughs> I am just along for the ride. Well, look. So I'm leaning on you. <laughs> yeah. Don't I worry. shouldn't be here, but I am. So there we go. I don't believe My world you. is jewellery. That's what I write about, which has nothing really to do. I think we should try, try and find an angle on that. I just feel like I think maybe... we will. Oh, I yeah. think we will. And also, don't worry about the whole classical thing, because our guest today is another Brightonite. Would you call yourself Brightonite? Yeah, I think I would. I mean, I've been, we sort of moved down from London about six years ago. Mm. So I would say we're kind of, yeah, I would say I'm definitely mentally, I'm, I'm bedded in. So yeah. yeah, I'll take it now. 
great. Well, we've got a fellow Brighton, uh, um, Jules <laughs> Brightonian. Brightonian. I like that. Sounds posh. It does. Actually. That's the posh of Brighton people. <laughs> Brightites. <laughs> um, get Jules Owen. Mm. He is. He's a drummer. He's a horn player, um, which is quite a combo. Not very usual, Rachel. It's no. not what you'd expect. Never done at the same time, I would imagine. I feel like he can do it oh at the God. same time, but let's ask him about that. He's been in uh, with playing with Bears Den, I've, part of their band for a good long time now. That's how I met him when we toured together. Very fun times. But he also, he freelances, he plays for loads and loads of people. He's worked with Staves, Tusks. Well, he'll, I'm sure he'll tell us all about who he's been working with. They'll listen to that. That's, that's another classic Brighton sound. Is it? The sirens of the seaside. Yes! Yeah. And actually with Bear's Den, it's really yeah. interesting because, um, and we didn't realise this, I think, until you and I were chatting last night about it, mm -hmm. but I actually went to one of their gigs up in Scotland. Oh! And you, you think or you know Jules might have been playing? I'm like 90% certain he was. I mean, obviously we can ask him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's quite interesting because I didn't know who he was before. And actually, you we hadn't made that connection at all. No. It was like just the Brighton connection, I think, that worked. But yeah. that's really quite interesting if I've seen him in an absolutely tiny random venue Yeah, because Scotland. that was quite an interesting tour, wasn't it? Like, they yeah. played loads of really small venues, didn't no they, one around the plays. Highlands? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's save that chat. <laughs> um, also, tell me, what are you doing at the moment work-wise? Are you very busy, aren't you? Um, yeah, I think I'm kind of... I've come to the realisation that I'm probably always busy. I keep saying I'm really busy at the moment, and I think I'm just really busy all the time, which is very good. And yeah. I, I'm touching pebbles in place of wood because that's a really good thing <laughs> for a freelancer. But um, I've just finished a new book, so... Oh, cool. What's that one? Um, so it's... Actually, this will be the first time I've told anyone, cause, um, and I assume it'll be fine by the time this comes out. But um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's a book about... Last year, I did a couple of books, uh, one on Tiffany and one on Cartier. Yeah, beautiful books. Um, yeah, and the publisher came back and asked me to do another one this year. Mm -hmm. So I've done a, a little sidestep to watches, but it's about Rolex. Ooh, mm. okay. Did they send you loads of gear when no, you No, do don't be books? ridiculous. What? So the way... These aren't kind of done for the brands. They're sort of independent, unofficial books. Yeah. So actually, I'm not even allowed to speak to them, which makes it what slightly more challenging in yeah. terms of research but it's more kind of they're quite they're sort of introductory books for people who just are interested in luxury or brands yeah. or so it's it's not kind of a massive coffee table book of a thousand pages yeah. focused on one element of one watch which there's a lot of that in the watch world you know it's very I geeky bet it is i bet geeky. it is so do you do things because you're not allowed to speak directly to them do you do things like go around outside and rummage through their bins well i'm kind of because I'm, I'm always in that world anyway so yeah. i think outside of the book so i write for a lot of magazines and newspapers always about watches and jewelry so i'm kind of always in that world talking to people about yeah. it anyway so i've kind of got a good base knowledge and because watches in particular is so geeky there's so much information out there that it's actually <laughs> research it's, it's almost like harder to not research because yeah. there's just forum streams they've got amazing materials themselves it's like never if you want to get into watches you know you can't i mean oh god i <laughs> submitted myself to watching a three-hour youtube video Ooh. where a guy just drinks whiskey while talking to people that you can't see who comment <laughs> on his youtube video which is a live stream as he just gets drunker and drunker and oh my like, god and i you know i picked up some interesting nuggets from the watch geeks in that but i was also like this is a weird world <laughs> <laughs> it really is but i feel like this is a niche maybe we could look into i'm <laughs> yeah. for that <laughs> 
<laughs> drinking and talking to somebody off camera. I could definitely do that. Maybe you should do a special episode Ooh, of yeah. in a bar. Actually, in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> it would be great, wouldn't it? Great. Yeah. Oh, listen, I think we should head over and find Jules. We're going to go and yeah. look for him now. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Got some early beachgoers coming past. Yeah, yeah it's good. Ambient sound, lovely. Um, and I'm going to eat my sausage and egg bap. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm already like 90% through my BLT. I've raced ahead of you while you sat up. So you, you're definitely due breakfast. Okay, great. Well, on that note, here is Jules Owen. Never yeah. speaking to them ever. So again. that's the energy level you should yeah. expect today. Well, with the uh, three in the bar podcast, I was kind of thinking we're meeting, we were going to meet at nine in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> is that the vibe? <laughs> yes. Have we let you write down? Air, airport rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do that. Same thing. I mean, yeah. To be fair, we do have a beer fridge, yeah. so I can crack it up. Oh, just, my God, uh, do you? Yeah. Do have history. <laughs> but this is great. This is your office space, Rachel, isn't it? Yeah. Here? Yeah, yeah. I really like it. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I've been here for about five years. It's just it's yeah. just nice to... I hate working at home. I can't do right. it. And also, then you get to meet... No. Like, there's nice people here, so we yeah. lots of friends. Jesus Where do you yeah. usually yeah. sit? Uh, so, this is the coveted top table, which is oh. where all the... <gasps> Cool oh, kids, wow. well, sit like my friends. But <laughs> of late, because my husband Ollie also comes here, but he's right. got a, they have mini offices in the back yeah. for people who have little companies or whatever. He's got one at the moment, so I've been kind of going in there yeah. just because it's nice and easy to make loads of calls and not disturb everyone, but it means that you don't nice. get the social aspect. So, no, okay. So I think I'm, I'm going to probably start going. Back to the Jules, would you have good reason to come here and? Uh... I need a I need a non co-working space. <laughs> An alone space. I've just moved. I've like just moved into a shared house, having not been in one for a long time, oh. and it's fucking impossible to get anything done. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, like everyone's lovely, which is why it's impossible to get anything done. Yeah. Did you know them before? <clears throat> no, not from Adam. They were friends of a friend. Who, yeah. yeah. Oh. But um, getting a flat in Brighton at the moment is... It's insane. ...mental. Oh, yeah. for heck. Yeah, it's really... Yeah. It's nuts. So yeah. I just, yeah. After about six months of trying, uh, this place came up and I thought... Are the drums there? Sure. Yeah, I've got... It, which is cool. It's got space, so I can have drums there, mm. which is cool. Does it feel weird going back yeah. to shared living? Then yes. After not, yeah. Really weird. I mean, like, it's, yeah, there's pros and cons to it. Mm. And I kind of, I've, you know, I've been there and done that and I knew how it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like, kind of similar age to me, but, um, yeah. So I, I can imagine all the cons, of. but what are the pros? The pros are just company yeah. and fun. Mm. It's really, you know, sociable and fun. And they've, yeah. they've, they've got a really kind of tight network of friends as well who are really, like, open and kind of do lots of stuff they're, they're, they're all kind of doers and quite interesting kind of yeah freelancers so yeah. um yeah, so are they cool about good, you playing good life injection of energy yes. there's a couple of musicians among them as well and like great yeah. so yeah i mean I, I don't play a lot to be honest i don't like i mean i do i'm generally just busy and out mm. doing things but um it's really useful to be able to every now and again that's the first time i've been able to do that in my life since I left home, I think. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, basically, I'm still riding out all the practice I did in my teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Kind of, um, yeah, that's, you know, 
and that was a while ago. So, yeah, it's about time we did some more. Yeah. But, uh, um, you were out rehearsing yesterday, right? What was the, I was rehearsing, that? Yeah, I was rehearsing yesterday. It was like a new project with um, a friend of mine called Lee Westwood, who's right. a composer. Uh, he lectures at Sussex, actually. Hmm. But he's a bit of a guitar genius. Oh, cool. And he wanted to just... He wanted to jam. I haven't jammed in ages either. Yeah. <laughs> you and are flexing all those muscles. He's about, oh, I mean, you've been straining those muscles. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, he wanted to just sort of improv for a bit, and we were feeling our way around, and it was fun, and that's turned into a sort of thing. He's just, in fact, yesterday he just released a load of material, uh, put out is it an album or three albums all in one loads, wow yeah loads of stuff so yeah we're doing um, I think we've got a launch at the Rose Hill which is our mate's venue I was telling you about yeah uh, next month and then great yeah some What's stuff kind of it's, it's pretty like it's um, he it's it's quite techy it's quite sort of mathy it's really yeah. making my brain ache. <laughs> I've basically spent the last sort of, I don't know, 20 years of my musical career trying to do as little as possible <laughs> and not get in the way of like, good songwriting. And then suddenly this is like instrumental, go mad yeah. territory and I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> just oh sort God. Of like, yeah. I mean, if I feel imposter syndrome normally, I'm kind of this one. I'm really like, right, you know. But it's fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So we were working on some stuff last night. Yeah. And yesterday. Great. Um, yeah. No, it's good. It's it's nice to flex that muscle. I'm yeah. currently feeling massively underconfident with it. Oh, would but you? Um, would you say you're yeah. more? Like in your own work, do you approach it maybe in a more controlled way or like a more kind of, I don't know, do, do you like a rule? Yeah, um, yeah, I suppose I kind of, I approach everything I do, even the sort of more instrumental, experimental stuff, in a kind of, does it need to be there way, yeah. mm. you know? But most of the people I'm working with, I'm kind of working for, I suppose, you know, even like, friends and projects that feel quite bandy I'm usually on this session guy really that's sort of my place within it so I'm generally trying to do what I think they want yeah um yeah because I was wondering that with with Bear's Den they I guess because Davey and Kev essentially start you know have the inception of projects and ideas but then at what stage do you get brought in yeah I mean there's, it, is, it's, it varies, but generally when we get hold of stuff, it's been demoed between Davy and Kev to a degree, and like a lot of it, the sort of bones of it are there. Well, pretty much all the, the bones of it will always be there, and they'll be fleshed out to, to varying degrees. I mean, Davy's normally mocked up some kind of full arrangement of stuff, um, <clears throat> but then we'll get we'll get in a room together, but you know and sort of thrash it out really and see yeah. how it works as a sort of full band and sometimes things will change quite a bit at that point yeah um, and sometimes it will land on its feet pretty easily but then every now and again there's just a brand new thing that's no more than a guitar and a vocal yeah and we'll end up 
filling it out pretty quickly if we're just jamming around with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a track on the second record called like Napoleon. Yeah, did lovely. We, we did, like, we did it. About track, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> yeah, that one, that one was really spontaneous. That I think that wasn't, we didn't, we'd never even heard a demo of it. And Davey was just mucking about with it and we were all set up in like the live room at Rockfield. And I, that all came together in an evening, that one, I think. Wow. We just really late at night, I think we finished tracking it at about two or three a.m. or something. On like the last night I was there, I was booked to record. I yeah. think we pulled like a 17 hour day or something stupid. Oh my God, flipping out. Is that a regular yeah. occurrence? Or is no. That no. <laughs> no, 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 we're getting more sensible on that one. But yeah. that record was ridiculous, actually. That record, they were, every day was like 12, 13, 14 hours. It's I've a great record. I've never worked so hard on anything that's <laughs> that record. Mostly because, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> just think I wasn't as good as playing parts, probably. And Ian, oh, was, just, Ian was just like, <laughs> you know, okay. Getting, He's very exacting, though, isn't he? Ian Grimble. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. have you recorded before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, of in course you have. Yeah, yeah in different sort of, yeah, 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 some for you guys and then yeah, some yeah. other bits and pieces. But yeah, yeah. No. I mean, he's flipping fantastic as job record producer and uh, yeah. yeah, I love Ian, but he, he, Ian's hilarious. He's just such a brilliantly grumpy man. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's always something's wrong, isn't it? He's hilariously grumpy, <laughs> but also just one of the kindest kind of people you ever meet. Yeah, he's he's so funny. He absolutely cracks me up. I've, yeah, I was so nervous the first time I met him, just because I sort of you knew everything he'd done, and it was like I think yeah. he was like the first sort of proper, like big time record producer I'd ever worked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite <laughs> and, intimidating. And I was yeah. just you know a little old me just been you know drafted to drafted into some drums, but but yeah. It was really satisfying. Yeah. I mean, you know when Ian kind of signs something off that you've done a good job? Yes. I like that about him. I think I've kind of probably... I try and, like, second-guess what Ian would do, no matter who I'm working with these days. Great. Which is probably a good thing. I mean... Yeah. yeah. Working with people like that teaches you a lot about your, your instrument and your playing, doesn't it? You kind of... Yeah. They get inside your, yeah. your playing and your technique and your sounds and stuff like that. I think it's sometimes the scariest people or the, like, that you work <laughs> with, you know, that you really sometimes often don't like in the moment right. and it's really intense. But you mm. always look back on those people in that way, like, actually, do you know what? Mm. Yeah, it's, I learned loads or it was a really good experience. But yeah. I mean, at the time, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's brutal. Still, it's brutal. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it's good. And I think it's good that people can do that as well, you know, because I suppose, no, exactly. I don't and I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe the world's changing and like, I don't know, I don't know what music's like. I mean, I think media that I work in is also quite brutal in terms of personalities as well. Yeah. But while that can be intense and maybe everyone shouldn't shout at everyone all the time, <laughs> at the same yeah. time, yeah. there's also like a value in kind of having that sort of, I don't know, that pressure and tension, just that kind of yeah. pressurised learning situation. Yeah, it arms you, doesn't it? You yeah. toughen up quick. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important in music and kind of, you know, like the creative stuff when you're collaborating. I think like it's a big part of your learning curve as a player is learning how to have those conversations with the people you work with. You know, yeah. when you're like in teenage bands and you kind of like people like throwing their toys out of the 
fam and being like quite and you kind of learn the sort of the important battles to have and the ones that are like and well you basically learn that it's just not about you yeah. <laughs> it's not all about you it's yeah. like this is the kind of thing that we're you know kind of there's going to be elements of compromise but if you work with people that you, you respect then you have an ear for everything anyone's doing and appreciate what everyone brings to the table a bit more yeah I think, and that's when it gets really satisfying yeah I don't know and you probably need that I would imagine to make a career out of it because I suppose if you want to be that diva and just think everything that you do is amazing you don't want to hear what anyone else has to say about it that's yeah. a short term <laughs> gig whereas actually yeah. if you want to really keep growing yeah keep growing basically. and collaborate you yeah. need to have that no totally when I was younger I played in bands that I was a part of you know kind of an actual like band member and the, you know it was my baby yeah more uh, and I wrote stuff as well and kind of you know and so I was a bit more straight down the line about what my sort of, you know, visions were for things. Uh, <clears throat> but also I suppose, I, I don't know, I guess I was working maybe with some of the wrong people who I didn't mm. see eye to eye with. Like, like in terms of my own stuff, I didn't, no one else ever went near it. <laughs> my own stuff, I just played everything on it and did everything on it and produced it and whatever. And no one's ever heard it as a result. Oh, what? Was... We never released <laughs> it? No, I never released it. I never did anything with it. I played like two solo shows and realised I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> as in hate, hated being I on just, your own or hated I, the music? I, I, no, I hate, I, like, I mean, I sort of, uh, I, I didn't have the confidence to like sign off my own music, but also being up there on my Todd yeah. as the sort of, just made me feel so deeply uncomfortable <laughs> and I'm like you know and I'm not a guitar, guitar player and I'm not like an amazing singer or anything and I just felt like I felt like the most vulnerable human in the world yeah and then I just I don't know it didn't really seem to matter what anyone said to me afterwards I just was I just felt like curling up and Oh God! During it, during the show, it was horrible. Well, to be honest, after was worse. Oh, like after no. when people were trying, like when people were talking to you about it, I was just like, oh, just <laughs> let's really never mention it again. So, thank you. Like, yeah. Anyway, what show? Kind of like, Who? It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, exactly. That's probably what I meant. That's that would have been the right approach. But those, <laughs> I can't take a compliment either. Still, but I, those songs, then, do you? Are you not keen? Would you hand them over to anyone? Would you? Are you ever keen to hear them played by anyone else? I don't or? think anyone would want them. But I, oh, I, don't, um, I don't think. Um, I mean, that would involve playing them to someone else as well. <laughs> 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 I actually like I because I I do so much work with other people and obviously over mm. lockdown that wasn't happening. Mm. I and I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I do kind of make records with other people, kind of doing, pandering to their sort of. Um, creative ambitions and letting go of it all mm. I don't know I, I ended up pissing about over lockdown because people were asking me to do stuff from home for them and I didn't actually have a set up at that time so it kicked my ass into get into sorting that side of things out and then I was like oh maybe I could just muck about and see yeah. what comes out of me if I just kind of follow you as a person, you yeah, as a actually, musician. Maybe I could yeah. write something. Yeah. <laughs> I started writing some things. Oh, great. And I kind of, um, yeah, I just demoed some stuff just for the sake of like, flexing that muscle. And yeah. 
it was really satisfying. It was really fun to do. No That's great. Yeah, no one's ever gonna hear it yet. But like it was that wasn't the point. No. I don't know, it was just nice to sort of realise that there's yeah, still some of that. I think because as a professional musician as well, like I guess um, you know, you, I don't these days. I just find myself playing the drums for people, mm. you know, singing a bit of backing vocals, doing a bit of brass or whatever. Mm. But you know, I used to play a lot of bass and I used to play a lot of like kind of guitar and do all the other things too. Yeah. So it's quite nice just to sort of you know be able to be rubbish to myself doing those yeah. things. But like improving at them again and just kind of realising that they're still roughly there. <laughs> I don't know, it's really satisfying just feeling yourself getting a little bit better or something. Definitely. And you don't, like you say, it doesn't need to be the purpose that it's going to go and do something. Yeah. It's just the actual act of doing it is yeah. a joyous thing. Music and creation for its own sake. And, well, quite. Because yeah. yeah. it is totally, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, that that exposing feeling. I even felt that doing string arrangements for Christoph. Mm. I found it incredibly exposing and nerve-wracking to get people to play something right. that I'd done, even yeah, though you know yeah, yeah. his songs and just it just felt like God, you know, what if you don't like what I've got to offer? What oh, if yeah, I, yeah. you know it's it and that's just, you know, so yeah. to actually to sing and perform your own material. Mm. I just think that's an incredibly brave thing. Oh to God, do. yeah. No, it's, I think yeah, there's another there's another there's something else there I think for people who do that. I mean, to be mm. honest, one of the, like one of my favourite artists I've ever worked with, still to this day, has not released a single note. Seriously. <laughs> that we've ever done together, and uh, you know, I she's again. I was sort of started working with her like thirteen years ago. Yeah. And I think when I when I started working with her, she put out an album that she'd been sitting on for about five years at that point yeah um, wow and yeah she she that's like her Achilles heel she's yeah. amazing but letting go of something and having to declare that like at that point this is me and this is the best I can do it's completely finished it's ready yeah like yeah, yeah. and it's the old sort of adage that like albums are never finished they're only ever abandoned kind of thing mm, yeah and, um <laughs> I've been saying that to Kristen for <laughs> for a lot of years now. Because Every now and again, I get that. an email from her going, "I just redid the vocal on this song. And I, think I think I'm finally happy with it." And you're like, oh. "Kristen, it's like all of the vocals you've done for this album in the last ten years have been incredible." Yeah. Just like, let it know, go. Don't worry about it. And she's like, you know, she's prolific. She writes loads of songs. Yeah. She's got loads more songs. And does she perform? But is she performing live? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we used to gig, yeah, we used to uh, gig quite a lot, um, hmm. yeah, and again, that's kind of like, I think she struggled with that relationship of playing live a bit as well, but she was compelled to do it still, thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's had a child, so she's not been gigging a lot, but actually we made some music together quite recently for the first time in, you know, probably six or seven years, five yeah. or six years. Um, it was great. Oh, that's really cool. good to play with her again. Yeah, yeah. Kristen McClellan. She's um, yeah, she's got an incredible voice and okay. Beautiful. Yeah, no, she's good. Mm, that's cool. Hey, so before before we saw you today, I was saying to Rachel, I think you might have seen Jules play live, and I feel like this is going to be a sore point having just oh, spoken right. to you about this, Jules. Right. <laughs> um, so Rachel went to a Bears Den gig. 
Oh, yeah. In the Highlands of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was it, Rachel? In Bankery. Somewhere really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 In a barn? Yeah. yeah. Unless this is where, because you said that you thought we'd met before. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. Is... Oh, you weren't there? No. no. Oh, okay. What yeah. happened, Jules? What happened? Yeah, no. So, um, <laughs> years ago, before I was, before I became part of Thursday, then, um, they did in their early days they did a Highlands and Islands tour like Davy's kind of family are all Scottish and he kind of spent a lot of his childhood in Scotland and um, yeah at that point they were just a trio kind of largely acoustic trio and they did uh, yeah they did it I think at the start of that Islands album campaign they did they did a tour of the Highlands and Islands in kind of small, small village halls and pubs and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought it would be a great idea if they repeated that because it was always talked about in kind of mythical, that was the greatest sort of fun ever, and, you know. A lovely idea. You know, if only we could still do that. I was like, well, I think you could, you know, let's do that. It'd be, it'd be so much fun. Um, so yeah, so they did. Except for the only thing with being a drummer <laughs> is that if you're gonna do a stripped back small kind oh, of no. acoustic type gigs <laughs> Who gets left there's behind? There's not much space oh, for no. Yeah, so um, yeah, so It was a very uh, small stage, I will say, in their so defence. I wouldn't have yeah, it wouldn't have been feasible with the drums. The man with the ideas I was got really, left behind. I was really, really happy for them actually. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Mm. I'm detecting I just, that. I was so glad they were all having a really great time. I bet you were. Um, Did you was, tell them that? Yeah. <laughs> Can you just gone with your horns? It's a kind of uh, it's a, yeah, it's a running joke. Um, yeah, I, I think it was also my sister's wedding, and um, yeah, probably it was a good thing probably that I was around thing. for that. I mean, it was a disgusting, awful night. It was really yeah. boring. You hated it. it. Was, I hated it. It was there rubbish. Were everywhere. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, that is the, the thing. Is is everyone obviously can't help but talk about it because yeah. it was really fun. I think <laughs> every I time anyone does now, they're like, oh, sorry, Jules. I was going to say, does it often go quiet when you walk into a room? Ah, nothing, nothing, yeah, what? Well, they definitely weren't talking about the Highlands and Islands tour. <laughs> not, yeah. not that I'm going to bang on about it, but I think the exciting thing was because there's not much, like, I think Scotland in general, you know, it's got quite a good music scene, but in terms of, like, bands or artists coming up, you know, the highest they're going to get is like Aberdeen, that's going to be it, and that's only some. So to be doing all these small venues, I mean, the one that I went to in Bankery, it was packed, and right. everyone was like ready for the night of their lives, which is yeah. what I often think in Scottish venues, it's always like that, having like, I've lived right. down here for ages, I mean, but it's a different Scotland vibe. Is a great yeah. It's yeah. such a good, uh, yeah, I love playing in Scotland. Yes. Yeah. Everyone always says it, don't they? Oh, Loads of bands say that their favourite place to play is Glasgow, don't they? Yeah, Rockus. that gets that get yeah. always gets like the, especially I've seen American artists are always like yes, come to the UK, Glasgow, bosh, yeah. best one. Yeah, Glasgow is great. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Where's your fave? Where's your favourite place to go? Uh, in the UK. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Glasgow is definitely up there. Mm. Yeah, like Barrowlands is yes. pretty, pretty yeah. legendary. Yeah. Yeah, really good crack. Um, I 
feel like uh, yeah there's it's, it's, it's always still a bit variable, isn't it? Mm. Like a town on a given night. Sometimes it depends on like the night of the week as well a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Um, but hey, that place that we'd... Do you remember when we did... Uh, it was the one in Hamburg, the El Philharmonie. Oh, oh my God, yeah, that place. Yeah. Rachel, it's what, unbelievable. What was so good about it? There was a venue I never thought I'd play in my life. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a kind of brand new kind of tailor-made um, sort of opera opera house, house isn't it yeah. it's just huge wow it's very very beautiful yeah it's right it's yeah, it's perched right on the river and it's um, it sounds amazing the views the views are just extraordinary and yeah it just sounds so great it's like being in this weird like kind of um, uh, sort of cave in a way did yeah. you find that about it it's like the design of like yeah. the sort of walls and stuff yeah it's but then you've got to, the backstage of it because you like by, you're by the river and it's quite a light airy sort of backstage it's quite nice isn't yeah, it yeah beautiful yeah and is it am I thinking of the right place or am I getting confused I get confused quite about like <laughs> is the, over the river there's like weird tailor made theatres for different musicals did you see that? It's like a kind of Mary Poppins theatre and like a Lion King theatre. Oh my God, is that there? It's, I th- it might not be there. It could be. I think it is there. It, I don't remember that, but that, that sounds like it's probably completely yeah, right. Pretty yeah, pretty bizarre. I remember that they had their own um, wine that they brought us after with Elf Philharmonie bottles and everything. I mean, it was just so classy, yes. the whole place. Yeah. So what were, you, what were you playing? Uh, we're doing a collaboration with um, our mate Paul Frith. Um, yeah. yeah, he reworked. Shout out Paul Frith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, yeah, like um, reworked those first and stuff and got these guys in to yeah. play it. It's called Fragments, wasn't it? Yeah, it's such a great album. One of my favourite things I've done. Oh, it's with, yeah. magnificent, wasn't it? Yeah. Great arrangements, reworked loads yeah, of yeah. cracking songs. Yeah, I really, yeah. really enjoyed that. It was such a, I mean, that was, we had a load of that in the diary, didn't we, when Pando struck. Oh, ruddy Pando. Buddy Pando. Yeah. I know. I know, oh yeah. God, that would be lovely to do that again. I always think, wouldn't it be lovely if that came it back? It was so much but fun. It was a big undertaking, wasn't it? Well, I'll keep floating it like the Highlands and Islands tour. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll, Combine the two. Maybe I'll be involved this time. Fuck, oh, that's a great shout. All right, come on. Or maybe when you Stop resurrect your solo, <laughs> maybe yeah, you could uh, just go to a bunch of venues yeah, so yeah. and uh, do that. Bring some strings. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Come on. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I'll have a really big budget. It'll be no problem. Great, yeah. great. I'll that's come it. as well and yeah. I'll just get off stage afterwards and be like, nobody's allowed to give any compliments. Maybe Christoph's our big hope. Yes. Yeah. He is our big hope. Christoph's the album. That's going to be the big moment. That's, uh, yeah. Let's push that too. I definitely it. think so. When's that coming out? Good question. No idea. Yeah. I really because he yeah. he played before Berzen during the tour that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah, he, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought yeah. he was really yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's his new tracks are gorgeous. They're yeah. Lovely, yeah. Right? You were saying you were recording it and you said it with a wry smile earlier. <laughs> so tell me. <laughs> What? I just peaked. I think. Yeah. I think that's the high point of my career to date. Oh. <laughs> Basically, Chris. Like, so me and Christoph went on a really romantic uh, weekend <laughs> to Cornwall, 
couple of years back. Um, yeah, just went, you know, I mean, uh, went surfing for a few days and had a, had a lovely time just sort of camping and, um, yeah, you know. Where were surfing. you? Whereabouts? We were near um, Crackington Haven. Yeah. Viewed sort of area. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous around there. And I think, yeah, we were looking at ways to make Christoph's new records. And Davey, as a uh, Bezden Davey, had, like, a couple of years previously, got this Airbnb in that area, just to sort of get away and do some writing, which t- it turned out to be, like, just the perfect space. I mean, it's, like, got a nice piano in there, and it's, face- it's like, a converted sort of barn mm. in this gorgeous valley, you know, five minutes from Crackington Haven. And um, <laughs> it's got a sauna in it. <laughs> it's like imagine this really beautiful, like wooden, like open plan kind of almost like kind of cabin type barn, but like really good size. You know, as big as like a really big live room. Yeah. And it's just got like a little kitchen and a wood burner, and it's just you know, and then there's a bathroom with a sauna on it. <laughs> This Chris, is incredibly romantic. Chris, it's so romantic. Christoph absolutely loves the sauna. Well. <laughs> Saunas are Chris, like one of Christoph's it's favorite his thing. And he'd say essentially, yeah, and it's 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 a lot cheaper than a recording studio. So um, this is a great tip off, by the way. Yeah, really we're planning good, how we get yeah, there. Yeah, really good tip off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, he booked it out for a week and. The rest is history. And then went off and just tracked the whole album's work. Wow. Uh, Yeah, mostly drums, but the other bits and like, in fact, we got that done in five days, so then we just had a lovely weekend. (laughs) Just then the surf got got really good after that, so then we just had three amazing days surfing. But yeah, I mean, essentially, (laughs) we just started the day with, uh, you know, a little bit of yoga. Maybe went for a jog or a swim, like in one of the rivers nearby. Had a sauna. Did this really happen? Just checking, this wasn't just a fantasy. Had an amazing, (laughs) lovely breakfast, had a sauna. Didn't record a load of stuff. Maybe had a nice afternoon walk. (laughs) This is a dream. You know, great dinner, did some more recording. Had another sauna. You know, oh. slept, work, repeat. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It is. Yeah. And I'd just like I to mean, see we weren't offered the same experience. We weren't we went no, in the record the frame. We were in Frith's studio. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's self not exactly a hardship, is it? Oh, no. Studio. No, it's very yeah. nice actually. Really Thanks, Paul. <laughs> great, co- great coffee facilities. Yeah, well next door. Studios. Yeah. Oh, well, oh what actually you in see the studio? The swanky- it's got the swankiest coffee thing I've ever seen in my life. You didn't life. let us anywhere near that. No. Why was it so swanky? It doesn't let me near it either. Like, it's digitally it's swanky? Or? It's like, um... Swanky, swanky. It's <laughs> like, I mean, it's like a proper, like, kind of um, coffee shop espresso thing, but in a real, like, shrunk down form, it's, where Ooh. it's almost like a tap, but it's also, you know, got fully swanky kind of grinder... Yes. And temperature control, temp- yeah. its own temp- temperature regulated kind of thing, and its own inbuilt sort of scales into it. Oh, so you can really be a twang to that. <laughs> yeah, and it's brilliant. Of course um, he has. Yeah, of course, of course he's he got has. this. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah lovely. Um, but it's not Cornwall, sorry. It doesn't have a beautiful beach at the end of the lane. Yeah, not a sniff of a um, sauna either. Good, not a sniff yeah. of a sauna, no. Um, oh, how wonderful, so that's great. Yeah, it was great. I felt, yeah... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt guilty because I don't think Kim and Cecily have had a lovely holiday like that in ages. <laughs> no, sorry, Cecily. Um, did you did you play down the leisure aspects of it? Maybe one time mean, about the week. I, I'm single now, so I, I don't. You know, I, you just talk about it willy nilly. I don't have to feel guilty on the phone. <laughs> No, um, but is this is a Highlands. This is a Highlands moment for, for her, really. This isn't is a Highlands it? moment. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk yeah. about it. Yeah, don't talk about it. But also, if you're now single, this is also setting a dangerous bar for you finding Going a partner because now you've had such a romantic holiday with, yeah, Christoph, that actually, you know. You know. What can ever match that? Who's going to is out there. <laughs> what does that yeah. look like, I'm wondering? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to know what that looks like. I just, yeah. I just think, be careful what you wish for, Jules. Be really careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's true. I'm going to rescind that. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. My great aunt, when I was growing up, um, who I'd see like once a year at Christmas time, it all she was the one with the big house where everyone went. There was a drum kit there, and from when I was pretty tiny, the drums were the fun thing, and I'd look forward to going there and just sort of. And I think my my dad played drums when he was much younger. And uh, so I think he was like able to show me like a beat or something. But um, yeah, that was the only time I got to play drums. But I, I mean, my parents would take me to gigs when I was, they both loved live music. So they'd take me to gigs when I was growing up. But I think my dad would always also like point my attention at the drummer, I suppose, and what yeah. he was doing. Obviously, like, yeah, I was a kid and I loved dancing as well. So, Great. you know, that's where the beats and rhythms coming from I think that's where drums started really appealing to me but um, <clears throat> trumpet yeah trumpets are random I think it was because uh, <laughs> my parents were both teachers and there was a trumpet teacher at my primary school and I, my dad got on with him and I think there was maybe some mates rates involved in the lessons <laughs> yes um, yeah but yeah, so I kind of started playing the trumpet then, and I was, I was, I was really—I mean, I was quite obsessed with music when I, you know. But um, yeah, it was—I've never been the most disciplined when it came to practice on the trumpet. But I always, I just always did it, and then 
the village I grew up in had a silver band. Oh, brilliant. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Wiltshire, like about a mile from Stonehenge. Oh, did right, you? I don't Shruton. Shruton. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Well. Sure. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. I passed yeah. through Shruton on my way down to Cornwall, where my family are. When you're trying are. to avoid the traffic. Avoiding Stonehenge. Exactly. Yeah, go around the back. So yeah. My husband grew up there yeah. in a tiny village called Seend, which I right. don't know if you'd yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah, it's all around that city. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a pretty place. But it had, a, it had like a silver band. Can I ask what a silver band is, it? as a complete novice who doesn't know? I mean, it's Good. all... Brass instruments, except okay. they're all silver brass instruments. <laughs> you have you have brass bands as well, where they're all brass brass instruments. Oh my god! But I don't feel so bad for asking this question this now. This seems a, very niche. This one was a silver band. It's good to brass, Rachel. Because it's been good having an on music yeah, person yeah. on your podcast. No, totally. <laughs> what is a silver yeah. band? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, so I ended up playing in that because like I had friends in the village who did. Yeah. They were a bit older, but I was playing in that when I was about eight. Eight. Oh, yeah, wow. I was really young. But you and, and a like, bunch of old guys. Yeah. Oh. And I, I actually like got an award at like because they have comp- they have um, competitions mm. silver bands. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like a documentary it's, waiting to happen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's brassed off, isn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. it's like, um, Silvered up. Yeah. <laughs> basically, the concept of a brass band competition is all the brass bands have to learn one piece of music and play it. And then some people arrive in a theatre to watch the same the s- song. Watch the same song like <laughs> twenty times yeah. from twenty different silver bands, and then one of them gets judged to be the best at playing that. Yes, yeah, so this is getting more niche as you keep talking. It's very <laughs> niche. Uh, it's so niche. Yeah. Um, what did so you get your award for? I won an award for being the youngest person. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. nice. I won a prize for being the youngest person at a silver band competition. Did you feel like you earned that, or did you feel perhaps that was just I given mean, to it you? By like show, showing up and existing. Yeah. You know, well done. Frankly, it was a really boring day. I deserve something from it. Where um, was Where was it? Not in Shrewsbury. Uh, somewhere like Bournemouth. Or, yeah. And how yeah. old was your competition? Like forty-five or? Uh, and with the next, the yeah, yeah, with the next actually, like my friend who played in the in the, the same sort of band, he was only about eleven or twelve. Oh, okay. God, he must have been gutted. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, George! Yeah, he was just regretting the day he ever <laughs> introduced me to the silver band. Yeah. So when you went yeah. in and joined up with Bears Den, joined Bears Den sounds yeah. like it's like a, like a club. But when when you became a member, did yeah. you go in? Purely as a drummer, or did they always know no. that you were a triple double? I tra- hadn't played the trumpet in about. It's, <laughs> it's really weird. I hadn't played the trumpet in about ten years, and my trumpet was quite broken. But Marcus told them that I could play the trumpet, because yeah. they wanted a trumpet player for the tour. Mm. Not uh, Kev was playing drums at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, f- I mean, I went to meet them. The audition process was basically just going to the pub. I don't know if I played a note, <laughs> which is good because I don't think I'd have got the job. <coughs> yeah, my trumpet was broken and I haven't played the trumpet for about 10 years. And I, I didn't have any live, like, pop gigging experience on the trumpet at all. Um, but yeah, Marcus just said, uh, I mean, Marcus told me basically that the last guy who played trumpet for Bears Den 
was crap and didn't help with any of the load-ins and load-outs and no one liked him. <laughs> so the bar was set Shout really... Shout out to that guy. The bar was set really low. Yeah. Do yeah. you enjoy manual labour? Yeah, he yeah. yeah. drank, drank all the rider by himself. Yeah. Oh, Whilst no. everyone else was still on stage no. and the song team wasn't on, he'd just be like... Who is this guy? Yeah, absolutely. Animal. Yeah. Um, so the bar was set pretty low, basically, and uh, so I joined Thursday <laughs> as a trumpet player <laughs> on, a, on this tour. But I think, but basically, as I was feeling imposter syndrome on the trumpet, Kev was maybe feeling a bit that way on the drums. He's mm-hmm. more a piano player, guitarist, bassist. Um, and he was doing a great job on the drums, to be honest. Like, but uh, yeah, he didn't have a clue about tuning drums or about drums or any stuff like that. So, I, and it doesn't take very long to set a trumpet up. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I mean, that tour as well, I mean, he was really busy with all the promo and stuff. It was when things were like kind of, so, um, yeah, so I just ended up essentially sort of drum teching that tour as well as playing the trumpet and just sorting all of that side of things out. And I think light bulb went off for Kev, like I could not play the drums. Jules could play the drums, and uh, yeah, so like the next tour we did, uh, we kind of did a bit half and half, and then when it came to making the next record, I just, yeah, did pretty much all the drums on that. Um, yeah. yeah. And that must have been quite nice. Was that like a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was Lovely. a relief. <laughs> I didn't really sleep at all on that first Bears Den tour, because I was just so <laughs> underconfident at doing oh, the job. Oh, no! We were like playing like sold-out rooms, and... It was kind of the biggest gigs I'd ever done at the time. I was just um, being rubbish. Luckily, our monitors were terrible, so no one could hear that. <laughs> oh, but feeling but, um, rubbish, probably rather than being rubbish. Yeah, I was like, just horrible. bricking it every night. <laughs> I was oh, just no. like, so nervous before all the gigs. Because I was playing in other bands with actual trumpet players. <laughs> he would make what I was playing just seem like the easiest thing in the world. And I was just, yeah, anyway... But it's nice. It worked out well. And oh, yes, an, impor- an important question, which was raised when Varys and I were chatting earlier: Have you ever played them simultaneously? Yeah, yeah, <gasps> I, d- I, d- I do do that um, a bit. Yeah, there's. Um, how does that work? What does that look like? I mean, it, nothing complicated. <laughs> is how that works. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for the Bears Den set, I kind of do a bit where I'm playing drums with my feet and. Playing a trumpet line, which is fine. Tr- <laughs> well, I'm kind of, you know, just, eyes just, just, the, very wide just the usual foot bits on the drums. Oh, you know, sorry, the I was drum, thinking sticks. The kick drum and no, the like, Sticks in between his toes. Yeah. I think, like, <laughs> I've just been doing a gig, really, with a solo artist called Mara Simpson. And, yeah, there's one of her songs where I'm now somehow playing a trumpet line and a full kind of, playing a full beat with my left hand and my feet and then playing a trumpet. Part at the same time. You know, we thought that was going to be a joke question. Uh, right, no. <laughs> this is amazing. That has gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No, That's just, so impressive. Just yeah, about, coordination just about required. Got the hang of it now. I think it's like it's it's a bit like the other things, I suppose. I mean, <clears throat> where you're singing and playing drums and things like that. Mm. I think once the once one part's in the muscle memory and you're not having to think about it so much, then you're all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pretend the drums sound as good as if I was just playing a drum part or the trumpet sounds as good as if I was just playing a trumpet part but 
they're, you know, effective. They're, they're effective. They're, yeah. do, they're both doing the job. Yeah. Just, yeah, my heart rate raises a little bit <laughs> at sure that does. point. I can't actually <laughs> speak and play the cello at the same time. So I don't know how you do yeah, that. I think that's because you're giving the cello the right amount of attention. And maybe if I was to give either, either thing the right amount of attention, then. Um, I think yeah. it's brave power to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not no. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. We're all just trying to make each other, make ourselves seem like good value. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, cool. I'm I can do it at the same time. For the price of one. And so I dance. Five stars on iTunes. Or a cast or other things like that. Yeah. But does does that uh, I mean obviously you want it to be perfect and you want it to be the best it is but at a festival does that matter less because of maybe I don't know the mood of the crowd <laughs> basically <laughs> everyone's hammered they come to see lots of things yeah. as opposed to I suppose like yeah, yeah, coming yeah. to see what like does it is there less pressure in terms of making it absolutely perfect yeah no yeah there is it, it's yeah it's certainly a less sort of intense listening environment I suppose hmm. I mean you just have to embrace them for what they are, really, and not try and kind of force a square peg into like a, into a round hole. Yeah. And I think yeah. when I, <laughs> yeah, when I see quiet songs on a festival set list oh. with artists <laughs> I work with, I usually flag that as. A <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a beautiful song, and it would be a beautiful moment if there wasn't a huge dub sound system on the stage next door. Sort yeah. of thing. But, um, we saw you at All Points East last year with Bess Atwell, didn't we? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that one, which was fun. She was oh, great. great. Oh, it was she's a awesome, gorgeous yeah. show. Because um, yeah. So something like that, I imagine the turnaround is very, very quick there. Yeah. <coughs> Actually, I think All Points East was right. It was, a de- it was a big enough stage. So I think, again, we had like rolling rises and we could great. just have everything set up and just, just wheel it around. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, well, it was a good day, that, wasn't it? No, it was so good. Amazing, oh, it was yeah. so good. The acts that day, I mean, yeah. it was just brilliant, wasn't it? You, it was almost hard yeah, to yeah. get everywhere that you wanted to sit. At. Yeah. People I didn't even realise were going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, who did I see? Was it Lucy Dacus, was it? Mm-hmm. wasn't she? Mm-hmm. I didn't even realise she was there. And then we went and... It was the Fleet Foxes. That's where we saw you at the Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes was, yeah. Oh, my Amazing. I've never actually seen them before, in spite of sort of being a fan. Yeah. Fantastic. They really were. Really it was so good. I saw PSB. They were great as yeah. ever. Yeah, and yeah. It was the national headline. Yeah. Villages were there as well. Oh yes, we saw them. They were and, like, amazing. I love the yeah. villages. Yeah. You're a villagers fan too, aren't you? Yeah, I think, yeah. I do yeah. villagers. Yeah. 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 yeah, great. Oh, legends as well. Yeah. yeah. Nice bunch. Of, you know those guys, don't you? Like a tiny bit, really, just through Marcus. I mean, yeah. We've hung out a couple of times. Mm. Yeah. No, Connor's lovely. He's really. So good. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. We had a really, really brilliant night in Dublin. And I I think uh, we had a travel day, but we were arriving in Dublin to do a show the next day, I think. And um, yeah, I think Connor had got in touch with Marcus because there was, it was Dublin Festival, I think. And there was um, a performance of uh, Steve Reich's Music for 18 Musicians. Yeah. Except for it had been programmed into 18 analogue synths. Wow. In Dublin Cathedral with a kind of 
full array and he had a couple of like kind of comps going for it essentially so me and Marcus drifted down there for that and it just blew off fucking minds it was so mm. great oh, I'm a, cool. like a massive Reich fan anyway but yeah. it sounded huge and it looked amazing they kind of set these up like really incredible like kind of Jupiter and Odyssey like up synths up in this sort of sculptural array at the front yeah. so it was like a kind of you know all the kind of flashing lights on the synths were all they, it was like a, it was it was so it was so cool it was you know completely static but also really like a very like dynamic vibrant thing yes. to watch for something so still but the uh, the sound was just so what else. space and we all just we we just all came out of that 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 performance just performance I mean yeah was it a performance <laughs> it's like it was you know, a load of MIDI that had just gone into a load of but we were completely buzzed after it. All yeah. of us were just completely blown away. And we ended up getting incredibly drunk in several, <laughs> several dust, like a Dublin hostelries. And then I think we left Connor's house at about 6am the next morning. <laughs> Working the next day? Yep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had a kick the next day. Love those days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah I, sometimes you've just got to go with it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, very. So, your your constitution for that actually. always amazes me. You like, guys are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll always be out till like yeah. four in the morning, and then you'll bounce up at like eight and go off to work. And I'm always mm. very impressed. See, I always think that about you, Rachel. I always think you're in much <laughs> right. better state than me. I'm always saying this to Rob. In fact, is Rachel awake? We've been yeah. we've been anywhere away. And yeah. had a big night out. I will. It, she sheep working. <laughs> I can't move. I can't speak. <laughs> I just can't do that anymore. Uh, I really can't do it. Yeah, my my dropping. ability to do it's getting less and less. I would mm. say, but then also my work, I can do it in my bed. You know, <laughs> like yeah. on my laptop. Yeah. Gone, whereas you guys yeah. actually have to go places. There's, there's no <laughs> worse beyond point. <laughs> I think there's no worse feeling than waking up on a gig day with a horrific oh. hangover. It's just and the knowing you've got a job to do. The remorse. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> the worst party girl. Yeah. It's, it's, um, After your birthday, Rachel Taylor, I <laughs> had a t- just. I, I had a gig at Wilton's Music Hall, oh, and yeah. it amazing place. Love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> notably, notably awful. I had to go and lie down a lot. <laughs> Just off stage. And it was one of the first occasions that I'd met Millie Ashton. Oh, violinist, amazing violinist, lovely person. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not proud of myself. Great I didn't make, a, didn't make a great first impression. Or yeah. did Incredible you? Because you guys friends. are still friends. Therefore. Yeah. This is the sympathy vote, I think. <laughs> yeah. Has she been a partner in crime since? <laughs> Have you both been there together oh, since then? But yes, I've been out with you and, and Millie yeah. Kindred, on Kindred some Spirits. serious nights out. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. She got it. She understood. Yeah. Well, so where are you guys going to be this summer then? Uh, good question. I should look at the calendar. Uh, we're going to be where here it is. ever I'm told. <laughs> uh, I th- well, our first one's actually near here, which is good. Nice. Like a convenient one. It's called um, Black Deer. Black Deer. Oh. Black Deer. Yeah, yeah. The lineup's cool. It's got, like, I think, uh, Pretenders are playing. <gasps> Chris Great. And... Um, Richard Hawley's playing and oh, this, is, this is the kit playing as well. Yeah. Nathaniel Ratliff. Yeah. Great. Yeah, should be good. Um, oh, that'd be cool. So that's the first one. Uh, I think we've got some open hair sh- shows in Holland. 
I think we're playing Rockwerkter in Belgium. Have you done that one? No. That's a good one. It's huge, but yeah, a very nice, yeah, very nice, well organised Belgian festival where everything just works and oh. you get treated really well. And it's, Dreamy. Yeah, really That's fun. That's a one. dream. That's a dream. Um, yeah, standing calling, I think, and boardmasters oh, and some other stuff like that. Boardmasters. Yeah. I'd really love to go there. I also feel like I'd be double the age of my nearest. I think it's like guest. Reading Festival for West Country guests. Yeah. I, I wish they had it when I was there. But, yeah. On yeah. the plus, it might be a festival gig I can have it served before. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I can yeah. just But will there yeah. be a sauna is the big question. <laughs> we have to make our own. You've a surf now without sniff a sauna. One hour, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed one. They had like, uh, in a place I used to live, that had a sort of driveway some, a friend of someone I lived with had um, had a kind of business making saunas in like caravans and horse boxes or something and you needed somewhere to store it over the winter yeah so we just we like shot up our, <laughs> our hands and yeah we just had like a we had a sauna for the winter it was the greatest thing ever I went to the so sauna in Hove there's mm. in Hove there's a woman who has one yeah. in her garden and you can just pay her 20 quid to go in her garden and use her sauna but yeah. it blew my mind that she had a deck at the back of her garden and then the sauna was just a bit of a wood shed and inside it was just a wood burner and I was like wait is yeah. this all a sauna is yeah exactly I yeah. thought it was a fashion what, much more complicated it's like, like horse boxes and yeah. it was just a wood burner <laughs> in like a kind of insulated wood panelled caravan yeah. Could I make this myself? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I could, but you know, somebody <laughs> yeah. could. Could I make someone <laughs> yeah. fashion this yeah. for me? Yeah. That's so great. great. Actually, that leads me on to, I want to do a little quiz with you guys, sort of. Oh, sort of. It's not really Every time I moot a quiz or I've got an idea, I get halfway through talking about it and wish I hadn't. Is this going like, to be exactly the same? It's going to be that again. Yeah. Oh, the worst was, the worst was one, an interview that will be coming out soon or before this maybe, where I, I thought I was, I'd was come up with a really good sort of play your cards right like game. And as I was saying it, I looked to Sev and I looked to our guests and I could see they were both like, no, <laughs> stop this. Right. But I thought I've committed now, I have to go through <laughs> with it. It was yeah. so unsuccessful, it was terrible. Anyway, right, right. so... Anyway, so, <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I, I'm coming to Brighton for a weekend. I'm not, I'm here. But say I was coming to Brighton for a weekend. <laughs> right. I want you both to give me your pictures for a 24-hour in Brighton, what your ideal day would be. Oh, God. Okay? I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Make some nice, like, background. Like, da, 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 da. Right. Have a think. Who wants to go first? I'm, I'm going to judge whose pitch I'd go with. I mean, there's no I'm prize. I'm going to base my pitch on what I know of Verity Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> what, just... <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's a much better way right. to do it, isn't it? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Um, wait, does it have to be, I mean, do we have a start time? Is this like a morning? I'm saying I've arrived on the train bright and early, mm-hmm. got out, it's about half past eight in the morning, and I'm, I don't need to go, I've got no deadline. I can okay. stay as late as uh. is necessary. I'm going to tell you the first thing you're going to want to do okay. is you're going to need some nice coffee and possibly some breakfast food because I think you don't function well without that. So I'm going right. to say if you're coming from the train, I would say you could go down to 
Bond Street. Oh yeah. Which Bond, like there's some Bond Street coffee. Yeah. Mm. There's Bond Street Coffee's got mm. some nice coffee. There's a little bakery up there, which I think they've actually been to before. Okay. Bakery. Yes. Yeah. Can, can we do a joint entry? Shut, shut, shut. <laughs> no, I want to I want oh, this to be another God. judgment in this. Okay, yeah. So, so I'm going to Bond Street Coffee. Yeah, okay. and then you could go and go to Flint Owl Bakery and you could get maybe something for breakfast, mm. then I would say you might want to have a little, I mean this is, it sounds really boring and touristy, but maybe you might want to have a little wander around the lanes, but you're probably not going to buy anything, you're probably just going to have a little wander for wander's sake, pick no, up a vibe. No, they don't, do they? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wandering around. Just stuff appreciate like the colours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you can go, I think you have to go to the beach. I think, why wouldn't you go to the beach? Are you, are you, how are you feeling? Do you think you'd Good. get I'm, in? I'm feeling Would you get in the sea? I'm trying to give nothing away on my face. I mean, you've arrived to Brighton at half eight, so you must have left it. Oh, very yeah, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very okay. early. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe you could just go to the beach. Maybe have a nice... If it's nice weather, maybe you could have a nice swim. Mm. Maybe you could go to the sauna down there. Mm. Um, so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I don't know. This feels I like... I think this. the beach would be my first port of call. Yeah. I'd cruise straight down Queen's Road. Hit the beach straight away. Get yourself in the sea. Feel alive. There's... The Flower Pot Cafe yes. on the seafront is yeah, it is pretty. Good. It's good coffee, good mm-hmm. bakery, and you can actually score a brunch there. I think on the one on the seafront. Okay. So and that's right by West Pier, so it's got quite a nice little view there. I think yeah. you can really feel like you're on holiday bobs at that point. Okay, great, great. Which is great. the best thing about Brighton. It does feel like being on holiday. As soon as you finish yeah. work, you're on holiday. Yeah, it's great. Okay, yeah. great. Where am I having my lunch? Oh God, we're so, so many for lunch. Um, yeah, Brighton's so amazing. I tell you what, I really like, and it's kind of. I I've only been there once or twice, um, but once I did go, and I ended up staying for a very long time by accident. <laughs> by the time I came out, it was mm. night time, even though I went in for lunch. Oh, right. um, Kindling, have you been there? Oh no, that's freshy. Yeah, it's like it's really it's quite posh and quite nice, and I bet they because obviously very you love your wine, and I bet they I do. probably do some nice do. wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Plateau yeah. would be a good chat. For that was 100% oh, okay. my wine my... thought. Yeah. Okay, Plateau. Plateau's kind of, yeah, Plateau's good, but like food-wise, Kindling's like it's really nice little bits and pieces. And then you could go around the corner to Plateau for some like yeah. jazzy Plateau does great food wine. as well. It mm. does, yeah, food. I do love it. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Damn, nice options okay. there. And then what am I doing in the afternoon? I will have had a few wines by then, so it's kind <laughs> of too challenging. I mean, it's just going to turn into a bar crawl of all our favourite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've I mean, got to so go far we like in, all the same places. You've got to so go to the hand in hand. Yes, yes. Okay. It's very the cute. Greatest. Oh, you should probably at some point play some toads because that's a bright and thing. What? In the hand in hand. Okay. Yeah. Toads in the hand in hand. Yeah. So, toads. <laughs> uh, okay, imagine a hole. Imagine like a heavy coin, and you're gonna you're gonna throw the heavy coin into the hole, and it's more fun think, than it sounds. Think like tiddly rings. <laughs> what with a heavy coin? With, how do you? It's like it's like a kind of chest of drawers. Yeah, but it's or made like, out of some sort of special like a kind material of on top. top, which is made of lead. It, okay, it's yeah, lead, not that special. Yeah, um, and a back. Okay, and you have these round like yeah, coins <laughs> yeah. called the toad they're like brass okay. they're kind of heavy-ish yeah and then you yeah you stand back and you toss the toad into the <laughs> hole or you want to <laughs> okay. you want to land it on the lead without touching the back for a point yeah you get two if it goes in the hole and you work your way back from 31 
basically. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you get like, uh, I think you get three a throw, or is it four a throw? I can't remember. Yeah. I should know that. I played just the other week. <laughs> yeah. In theory, I'm part of a Pump Toads team. Oh my actually, God, But what? I haven't actually been available to make a single fixture for the whole year. Do you, do you have uniform? <laughs> Toad uniform? Is the rest of the silver band also? <laughs> Silver band uniform and make a good Toads uniform thing. Yeah, yeah. Jules got a prize from the Toads too for being yeah. the youngest member. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. At 37. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I just fun. pray that Brighton will be awarded the Olympic Games one time so that Toads can be put in. I'd never yeah. heard of it until yeah. I came here. Yeah. But that's it's awesome. I love it. He's got your game. It's great. Well, it's very much a Sussex thing, I suppose. Like, it's in Lewis as well. Mm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you if, ever if you're around Lewis? for a second day, then a little day trip to Lewis. <laughs> well, so I can take yeah, my new yeah. skills. the league. There's, I think the world champs of Toads, presumably mostly made up of things from <laughs> as far afield as Crawley. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that, that, that happened in Lewis Town Hall quite recently. Yeah. I'd love to think that there's yeah. teams in some really random nations. Oh, so, like the Albanian Toads team yeah. come over. Just, I mean, Hardcore. It's such a great game. I yeah, think it you sounds like, good. It's, it's a bit cornhole, you know? Yeah. It's a bit like cornhole, except with a metal disc and just only one end. It's, yeah. it's really fun. This is it good. Is I definitely want great, that. Great, you know, and also you can do it one handed with a pint in the other. <laughs> this, like, is where, this is where Jules comes like into his dance. own. Because you've got your, this is why you're doing drums, trumpets, so successful. <laughs> I'll drink a pint because while I'm playing the trumpet. Pine toads. That's good. Mm. Okay, yeah. lovely. Yeah. Now, where am I ending my day? I mean, I mean, I think you've crawled through some good Brighton pubs. Mm, yeah. I mean, you could, you should, you, so the hand in hand. I mean, the Black Dove is a great place to, it's close to it the hand in hand. It is very It's a great nice. place to end up on a Saturday okay. evening. Okay, yeah. We have very eclectic DJs. Mm. My friend Andy, he's like my record dealer. Yeah. <laughs> he plays uh, and he's a lovely man. Um, yeah. Or the Rose Hill, if something interesting and fun is happening there. But again, I'm, you know, uh, yeah, there's Rose Hill basically always has really interesting kind of more experimental music on. Yeah. You won't, you can't guarantee you're gonna love what's happening, but you'll always it'll always kind it'll of be an experience. Inspire you in some way. Yes. Or, um, yeah. It's basically like a cafe also in Brighton. And that was you. Good. I'm not gonna remember the name, but have you ever been to it's in Camp Town, there's a bar and there's a lady who wears a lot of hats. Oh um yeah. <laughs> uh, Jane Bombaines. Yes. Bombaines. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, um yeah. an interesting. Bombaines is an institution. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's another way to get an interesting night because they do like mm. supper club things at Bombaines. Yeah. And there's always a performance. They they do a performance too. Yeah. The owners do a performance. Yeah. As part of the sort of deal. I think you'd love it. I'm yeah. actually thinking, my weekend, I might just end up saying, I'm just going to live. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm always yeah. saying you should You can also end here. up in the Queen's Arms if you're in Bombay's at the end of the road. Yeah. Queen's Arms yes. is kind of just like a drag pub. Great. Which mm-hmm. is always good vibes. It's around. And it's great for, like, I guess the whole vibe of living here as a musician, the scene is, is good, isn't it? You could... It is. It's a really, it feels like a nice community, Brighton. I feel like the minute I got here, I immediately fell in with some people I wanted to make music with. Yeah. Yeah, which is um, hard to do in Salisbury. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's yeah. not I mean, the thing is, if you wanted to be a chorister, you'd be nailing oh. it. <laughs> oh, they, they were trying to punch me. The, the, my school choir was the cathedral choir. <laughs> yeah. Get on. Were you at Salisbury Cathedral School? No, the one next door to it. The older yeah. one. The older, ki- the older people in the, the deeper voices. Oh, choir. okay. That was my school. Yeah. It was a grammar school next door to it. Really? Yeah. Aww. I never became a choir boy. Yeah. I well, I mean, never mind. Part of me, you found your own path. There's a part of me that now, I mean, now I'd have bloody loved it. But mm. I don't know. I don't know how you found growing up as a cello player. Mm. But as like a trumpet player and playing in kind of sort of orchestras and stuff, uh, and the same went for the sort of cool stuff. I found people so close-minded in those worlds then. Mm. And it was so, it felt so sort of elitist and sort of oppositional. It totally put me off it. I'm yeah. only in the last sort of few years and my kind of being, you know, coming back around to that side of things. And I love it so much now. It's such a shame. I mean, all the classical players I play with now are the most open-minded of the lot, you know. Yeah. And, sort of <laughs> and the least elitist and the least kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Well, we were talking about this to somebody the other day, but it just uh, that very thing about, so he's an electric violinist, but he is just so interested in the whole history of the electric violin and, and how, yes. what you can do in pushing boundaries. And mm. he's just an, an incredible musician, but was really like just marginalised when he was at music college and that they yeah. just couldn't get their head around it. It's ludicrous. It's yeah. madness. Yeah, no, I had that at school, you know, in yeah. those things. And I just, yeah, I was playing in orchestras and just not identifying at all with, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the people I was playing around. It yeah. didn't, like, take me in. It just sort of shunted me away because I was also a sort of rock and pop musician, I suppose. But look at you now. Just, you just look at me now. Look at you now. You've yeah. flourished. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, no, it's great. I mean, I'm pretty Radio 3 through and through now, to be honest. It's the only music radio station I really listen to. Really, God, um, there you go. But they don't compress the output sound either, which makes it more listenable. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got to catch a train. Oh, I'm yeah. really sorry. It's been so brilliant it's to really chat to you. Verity, you can't fun. do this. You made a solemn promise yeah. to two children hiding in the room next door, being very quiet, that you would ask a question <gasps> on their behalf. Oh my God, I did. And as I went through there to make sure that they would be quiet in the next room, they reminded me about the question. Oh, flipping heck. You're so right, Rachel. I, this I, is essential. I've built this question up, by the way, and it's oh, really wow. not that exciting. Sounds, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, do you want to take it, or shall I take this one? Go on. Should I do it? Yeah, go on, right. Do you play video games? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, I had like a deprived childhood. I was, oh, never, no. I was never allowed, and I was just like, go and play outside and do something in the mud instead <laughs> but I've, now as an adult no, and I've kind of kept that now I just like playing in the mud so. <laughs> like or the being, sauna I like being outside yes. too much I kind of the, yeah, or toads like, <laughs> yeah. inside is like a thing I kind of do when I have to otherwise I'm just outside yeah it's the only annoying thing about music it's like relentlessly <laughs> indoors yeah it's, uh, yeah Sorry. They're going to be guys. very disappointed really with that sorry. answer, but I that's I okay. I don't know, I'm, I'm quite I, pleased with that answer. I think that was a very good I, rounded answer. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, totally. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah.
That was the brilliant Jules Owen and the equally fantastic Rachel Taylor. Thanks, Rachel, for coming and having that chat with us. Um, it was so great to catch up with Jules again. It's always a joy to see him and all those Bears Den lads. And, and it was such a nice sunny day down in Brighton, which is, uh, was one of the last before we entered a second autumn. But I'm cautiously saying we're out the other side now. And what is it? Mid-August. Anyway, um, what a fun episode to do with Jules. And in typical Three in a Bar style, we plan to get all of our guest presenter episodes out for you before Seb came back, but that didn't quite materialise. So uh, there's actually another episode coming at you very quickly next week uh, with Johnny Abraham, old friend of the pod. It's a really good one. And there's some special musical interlude i suppose you could call it uh which features at the end of the pod so we will be back next week thank you so much for listening and see you all soon Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.